94.7 in the Mighty 790 KGHL, celebrating National FFA Week. Each year, FFA chapters around the country celebrate National FFA Week. It's a time to share what FFA is and the impact that it has on members every day. KGHL's coverage is brought to you by Valley Farmer Supply, Montana Equine, Pacer Key Egg, Billings Kubota, Northern Hotel, The Second Shift, King's Ace Hardware, Western Sugar, Crosswire Inc., Yellowstone Valley Electric Cooperative, Lewistown Insurance, Cross Petroleum, Nemont, Town & Country Foods, Montana Dakota Utilities Company, Fly & Lube, Brevera Bank, and Fouth Agency. Hi everyone, Brett McRae here on the Northern Ag Network. Well, it's FFA Week this week and we're interviewing local FFA students, leaders in our local rural communities, and they're talking about their experience in FFA I'm speaking with Grace Mosier, the chapter president for the Shepherd FFA chapter right now. Grace, first question I want to ask you is, why did you become involved in FFA? Well, I became involved in FFA my seventh grade year. Um, my family is a part of a very rich um, Black Angus industry. We've kind of, I've grown up in, on a ranch and have been able to be around livestock kind of my whole life and grew up around animals and really loved the passion and the idea of agriculture. And when I heard about FSA from a family friend, I was immediately ready to jump in and kind of get an idea of what that was for and, you know, broaden my leadership skills as well as my idea of agriculture. When you think about your time in FFA, what is one of the greatest accomplishments that you can think of that you've achieved in your career so far? I would say probably one of my biggest accomplishments personally, um, through our parliamentary procedure team, we have one state uh, two times and sadly we haven't been able to compete at nationals just because we have a lot of different age level of kids that go off to college usually and so we can't keep a team together but um, we have been able to I've personally been able to compete nationally for conduct of chapter meetings and that has definitely been personally my biggest reward as well as being able to move up in that level and compete in parley at the state level and win that as well. Being in FFA definitely gives you those opportunities to go out and do some of those activities and competitions in agriculture, but it also kind of positions you as somebody to advocate for the industry. How would you describe FFA to someone that didn't know anything about it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think FFA can sometimes get a little bit confusing on that aspect. I think a lot of people think it is just for if you have a farming and ranching background, um, but it's definitely grown since the early, you know, 1900s when it, it first came around, I think it was for a lot of males, but it has definitely broadened into, I would say, a leadership organization. It's taught me a lot of life skills um, that I can use moving forward and, you know, with my interview skills and working on ag sales and selling products and stuff like that. So it definitely is not just something for kids that, you know, have a farming and agricultural background. It's to broaden those leadership horizons and um, forward yourself in an organization that is very very well known at the national level and known by big corporations and super beneficial in that way. Tell me about some of the things that you guys do locally to raise money for the Shepherd FFA chapter. Yeah, so one of our biggest things actually we start off at the beginning of the year is with our dinner and auction. Um, It's usually in September or October time and we have a live and silent auction that we do and we get a bunch of members to sell um, tickets. It's a steak dinner and We get a lot of our huge sponsorships um, to come to that and participate in those auctions and stuff like that. And that's definitely one of our biggest ones to start off to help our kids go to nationals. Uh, Throughout the year, we do all sorts of different things. Um, We started a thing called Flamingo Flocking a couple years ago um, where you call it you flock someone else's yard, but you pretty much lay out, you pay the FFA students to go and 
put flamingos out in somebody else's yard and then they can pay to get them removed or to flock somebody else. And that has uh, definitely brought in a lot of funds and it's it's the most fun for our members. Um, we do a lot of stuff community-wise. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff with the homeless shelter and donating. Uh, we've made tie blankets for our um, foster homes and being able to prepare bags and stuff like that for our community, just full of essential needs. Um, but always looking for new ideas. We have thought of a new idea. We're doing uh, Pira Vida bracelets that are the color of suicide awareness colors, which is purple and turquoise. And so we've kind of put those together for suicide awareness since we've had that loss in our community and want to strengthen our community within that as well. Right. It's great to hear about everything you guys do within the community and, and to hear about some of those creative fundraising strategies as well. Why do you think students should get involved in FFA? I personally think FFA is one of the best things I've ever, you know, joined in my high school and middle school career. Um, even if you are not agriculturally um, come from a farmer ranch, it's something that I definitely recommend for those that uh, just want to gain leadership knowledge and gain knowledge in agriculture. If you want to take that route as well, it's something that has, you know, taught me how to interview and taught me how to talk to people and business people and further me in my education in agriculture and, you know, know the importance of um, the ag industry, especially nowadays. And I think it's just something that even if you are kind of a sheltered person and you kind of want to find something to get out of your shell, it's definitely something I would suggest joining for those who want to find something new to break you out of your shell. What are some of the things that you've learned during your time in agriculture education or through FFA that you're going to take with you after high school? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I've stated in the past questions, I've done a lot of interview processes. I've um, gotten the opportunity to compete in an ag sales competition and um, definitely moving forward, it has brought me a lot of knowledge within selling products in the future and just being able to talk to important business cooperations. I think it's really broadened my horizons when it comes to, you know, the importance of the rising and dropping in cattle prices and, you know, the production of wheat and different production of different agricultural stuff in other um, states and countries. And it definitely has brought me a lot of knowledge friendship wise. I think a lot of people say the first thing that SFA brings them is friendship and it has brought me a leadership aspect that, you know, I don't think I can get from any other organization. Why should people be aware of agriculture in our world today? I think, you know, agriculture is everywhere we look, everywhere we touch. It's, you know, one of the biggest things that keeps this world running. And I think a lot of people don't realize what farmers and ranchers go through in, you know, cold winter seasons or very hot, dry summers there. We don't, we, you know, we have a shortage of that in our world. And I think that definitely is something people need to understand that, you know, everything you eat and everything you pretty much wear comes from agriculture and just even broadening your horizons a little bit as to know, you know, where your local beef comes from and different stuff like that. And I think everyone kind of needs to remember that agriculture is the backbone of America. Those are comments from Grace Mosier, the chapter president for the Shepherd FFA on the Northern Ag Network. I'm Brett McRae. My name is Reagan Long, and I am from the Shields Valley FFA chapter, where I currently serve as the 2023-2024 president. How long have you been in FFA? 
I've been involved in FFA for the past four years, and when I initially joined FFA, I didn't think that I would get a lot out of the organization, but as my time in FFA has progressed, I have really found a passion for agriculture and being involved in the FFA organization. What are some of, the fav- uh, some of your favorite events that your FFA chapter does? I personally have always really liked sales. It's something that hasn't been very easy for our chapter. It's always been challenging to get out of districts, but I find that sales is a very, very fun and enjoyable competition that helps develop skills that we can use later on in life. And agronomy has been one of the top things that our chapter has done. It's been a big strength of Shields Valley for the past few years. And being involved in agronomy has taught me how to be a good team member and also how to compete in something that has been very important to our chapter and community for quite some time. And I think this is a great segue into future competitions that you're going to be competing in. What's up next for you? So currently I am planning to run for state office and I've been doing some competitions that I hope will assist me in preparing for this office and that includes extemporaneous speaking, prepared speaking, and employment skills along with sales, all of which I am fortunate to be competing in at state this upcoming April. And as I'm preparing to run for state office, I'm trying to work with members of my community and past and present state officers to work on my interviewing skills and learn how to present myself as the best candidate that I can be. An integral part of the FFA process itself is your supervised agriculture experience. What's yours? So when I first joined FFA, I wasn't quite sure what my SAE would be. I had been mowing lawns for a few neighbors for the first few years of my high school career and my advisor prompted me to turn that into an SAE and since then my lawn mowing business has grown to support roughly 35 different lawns and around 24 different clients and I mow lawns within a 30 mile radius of my home. I have my own truck and trailer, two riding mowers and a variety of other equipment too along with three separate employees. So it's been quite the job during the summer and is something that I have been able to grow a lot through FFA. And as you look to graduate high school, what's your future plans? So I do plan on attending college this next fall. Right now my plans are to attend Carroll College to study political science and potentially pre-law. I am also looking to do an internship at the Capitol this upcoming year and if I were to get a state FFA office to serve the organization if possible. 94.7 in the Mighty 790 KGHL. The Nick Town Morning Show. We're celebrating National FFA Week. Checking in with some of our area chapters, and one of those is the Belfry FFA chapter. We've got their chapter president with Alexander Miles. Alexander, good morning, and welcome to the program. Morning. Hey, if you could give us a little bit on your background. Uh, so I grew up around here in Montana. I go to school in Belfry. We do a lot of FFA with our stuff down there. And small town, very small town, about a mile square around. Yeah, and FFA is the biggest organization that we have in our school. All right. How did you, how did you get started? Maybe uh, somebody in your family, something like that, or a friend that maybe got you into it, or was it something you looked at it with since you were a kid? My whole family's done FFA for years upon years. My uncle was FFA president chapter for Park City, and it's just something that's in the family. 
Sounds good. Alexander, tell us about the uh, FFA. I personally never went through FFA uh, when I was going through school. I actually didn't even know about it. But you think future farmers of America, but it's a lot more these days than just farming, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a lot more than just farming. Like, we get ag mechanic side, so that's one of the competitions we do. It's one of the ones that I do mainly. We made stayed a couple of years for it. Ag mechanics is mainly small engines, like sprayer stuff, working on tractors, welding all the, like, everything you'd need to work around a farm. You know, we get meat stuff, vet science, livestock judging, anything ag-related, really. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Again, joining us from the Belfry FFA chapter is their president, Alexander Miles. Do you think about maybe running for the uh, the uh, statewide FFA, some of that, the, some of those posts? I've read up a lot about it, but where, where I'm going, I've had friends who have applied for the state offices for it, but I'm not running for it this year. Okay. And, and now, what, 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 what class are you in? Are you a junior? I'm a senior. A senior. All right. So what are your plans looking ahead then as, as you head out? Of uh, of high school, what are you looking at doing? Are you maybe uh, heading to college? Is that kind of the plan, or heading right into the workforce? What's what are you feeling there? I'm looking at. I got a couple, an offer from C and B down here in Billings. Tremendous. Where yeah, I get work for uh, agricultural side and forklifts and whatnot, mechanics. Alexander, a couple more minutes left. If I were to drive into Belfry. And how would I know that you guys had an FFA chapter in your town? I know you guys like to take certain community projects on and try to help the community and uh, your neighbors. Are you able to do a few things like that with your chapter? Yeah, we definitely do. One of our big things that we do is our dog tags and crosses. We do that part of the Veterans Memorial Highway throughout Carbon County. Tremendous. And between that, after Veterans Day and Memorial Day, we do it for about a week. We put them up there, crosses of all our veterans that's in the area, and we get put dog tags up, too, for them. And it's just part of remembering what they've done for us. Absolutely. We do a lot of other big fundraisers in our community, like our FFA banquet, which is here in the end of April. And that's something all our FFA kids in the shop, we make something and we raffle them off and we uh, do a big sale at our banquet where we just have dinner and go through our year's FFA. Now, that's very, very cool. Very cool. Alexander, as you've been through FFA, have you had a chance to travel and see some different places maybe you wouldn't have otherwise? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like just this last year up in November, we went to Indianapolis for National FFA Convention. I was pretty fun. I'd been lots of places with FFA, and it'll take me far. Oh, very cool. All right, let's see here. What's going on for FFA Week? What do you guys have planned? And I know there's some things that everybody's doing, maybe a dress-up day or something to that effect. What, what do you have planned for FFA Week up in Belfry? Up in Belfry, we usually at lunch we'll go over into the elementary school and we'll get all the little kids involved, trying to get them to bring up into FFA because the more people we can get in the chapter, the better. And did we you, do games at lunchtime and whatnot with them. And very cool. Do you enjoy that mentoring part of it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I love teaching the younger kids about it. We do another one that we do. It's, uh, we do uh, farm days. Farm days, we take a day, and we just teach them about what you can do in FFA. We do All right. uh, live mechanics and animals and whatnot. We have people bring cows and horses and teach them about it. It sounds good. My final question is, what is your role as president? What are some of the duties that you're responsible for? As president in FFA, you want to... Help the rest of your chapter. I mean, I started as a seventh grader, and we bring up into the chapter, and, you know, as you go throughout those years, you learn. And as president, you want to help your new kids, your new people to the chapter in FFA, get them enjoying FFA. We've had a couple kids where they're like, I don't really know about this, where I've sat down and brought them into different competitions, and they did real good, and they started enjoying FFA. 
Well, I'm glad we could catch up with you. I hope you enjoy the week up in our Belfry. Thanks for joining us for our National FFA Week again. Alexander Miles, our special guest for today. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the week, Alexander. Nice to meet you. You too. Nice to meet you. All right. Again, Alexander Miles, Belfry FFA chapter. He is their president as we celebrate National FFA Week here at 94.7 and the Mighty 790 KGHL. I'm Sierra Mullen from the Big Timber FFA chapter. What is your office and then what are some of the things that your chapter is doing? So I'm the current 2023-2024 Big Timber FFA secretary. And this year we're really trying to focus on chapter recruitment because we recently lost a big group of seniors. But one of the things that we're doing is visiting local schools to try and get those incoming eighth graders to be interested in our FFA chapter. We're also doing some more community outreach this year than we have in past years. So that's something that we're looking forward to. How long have you been in FFA? I've been in FFA for three years. I joined when I was a sophomore. I've been doing FBM meets and vet science since I started. Uh, last year, we, I competed at the 2023 National Vet Science Competition, and I also got the opportunity to compete at the National Western Meats Judging Contest in January. Yeah, you talked a little bit about events. Maybe we'll um, expand upon that. What are your favorite events that Big Timber FFA goes to? My favorite events, probably J-Day and uh, State FFA. I think those ones are the best contests that we go to. And as far as like being involved, I get to meet a lot of people there and the opportunities are pretty great through those uh, events. So I enjoy those ones the most. And you're competing in a couple events. We have State Convention coming up. Where is that going to be? And then what events are you competing? So state this year is going to be in Billings at the Metra, and I'm going to be competing in vet science, meets, and hopefully FBM. I'm also going to be running for a state office, but I'm really excited for all of my events, being that it is my senior year, and I think that it's going to be the best year. How is your FFA chapter involved in your community? So recently we've been trying to do more community outreach, as I mentioned previously. One of the things that we're doing actually this week to celebrate National FFA Week is we are going to be visiting the rural schools that have um, eighth graders coming to our high school next year. And we're going to be talking a little bit about what FFA is and trying to get people interested in joining our chapter next year because our members, our member numbers are a little bit low. The other thing that we're doing is for National FFA Week, we set up a window display at one of the local shops to kind of give a little bit of insight into our FFA chapter. After you finish out high school, what's next for you? I plan to go to Powell University or Northwest College next year and pursue a degree in animal science. Uh, After that, the plan is to be a cattle embryologist in potentially Livingston or Billings. I also am really interested in AI and cattle, pretty much anything with cattle genetics. That's my planned path but it is subject to change from there. I've also thought about continuing my uh, degree at the University of Wyoming and doing meets judging there after I go to Powell, but we'll just see where this next few years takes me. Hello again, everybody. Taylor Brown here with another KGHL FFA Week Spotlight. As we've been talking to some of the FFA chapters and the FFA members here in KGHL country during this month of February. Joining me on the phone today from the Stillwater Valley FFA chapter in Absorkey, Abigail Jeffrey. Abigail is a senior this year. 
And Abigail, I guess you got roped into this because you're the officer whose job it is to report the news. <laughs> yep, that is true. I got inducted into the reporter position just this year. Um, it was my first time holding a position in FFA, but my advisor was like, I think that you would be phenomenal at this, and I have loved it so far. I get to write articles every month on our chapter, what we do. I created an Instagram page for our chapter, and it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to get our chapter out in the community more. It also kind of fits with your interest in public speaking. You said here in the toward the end of your high school career, you've had a, gotten a real interest in the FFA public speaking events. Yeah, so at District, um, a couple months ago, I participated in extemporaneous speaking, and that was only my second time doing it, and I placed third, and then I wrote a prepared speech, and I got fourth in that, and it was just something that I've grown to really love and writing and speaking and just getting it out there. So on today's program, we want to talk about some of the things that you and your fellow chapter members are involved in this spring. We're coming into that time of year when the competitions heat up and we're starting to get ready to go to state competition. Your chapter has competed in the marketing plan competition. Tell what marketing plan competition is and how you guys have used that in your chapter. So marketing plan is a competition that they do. You pick a business and then you completely create a marketing plan for it. So for ours, we picked our greenhouse that the students and chapter members um, work on every year. And we called it Snap, Crackle, Crop. And we just created a whole marketing plan for it. And a lot of the pieces in the marketing plan, our advisor has actually started to use. So that's been pretty cool. Like, we're creating this for a competition, but it's also extremely beneficial for our greenhouse. Tell us about the greenhouse and the work you guys do in floriculture and agronomy and what you do with the greenhouse. So each year, you know, around this time, we start getting our seeds in and we start planting. And in April, we have a huge sale. And then we also have the, like an FFA dinner at the end of the year where we sell our flowers and then stuff that the students in shop have created. And I think the greenhouse is just a really good opportunity for the students because any student that's in the shop class can be a part of it. And it's just, it teaches you responsibility and it gives a lot of kids opportunities to, you know, kind of dabble in that greenhouse, see if they like it or not. And then of course, you know, take the stuff you're learning in Greenhouse and be able to compete in other contests in FFA with that knowledge. We're talking to Abigail Jeffrey. She is a senior at the Stillwater Valley FFA chapter in Absorkey, where she serves as their chapter reporter. So what are some of the things you guys are doing, especially during this time of year to celebrate National FFA Week? So we are going to try to do a breakfast or a lunch, just a meal for our staff members, and that would include... Um, all of the chapter members cooking a meal for the teachers and the staff, they all really enjoy it. And I think it's a really fun opportunity to just get to know your teachers and staff on a better level. And last year, we also went down to the elementary school, and we're going to try to do something like that this year as well. And last year, they had, you know, a couple of roping dummies. They had some of our older boys that are in the chapter bring a couple ropes down, teach the younger kids how to rope these dummies. and. It was just a lot of fun. Abigail, as we wrap up here, I'm always conscious there are people that are going to hear this broadcast that don't really realize what FFA is. What would you say to some of those younger members or maybe to members from another school that don't have FFA? 
What would you say to them uh, about this program? SFA is 100% for everyone. Um, No matter what kind of background you come from, no matter where you think you want to go in life, there is something in FSA for you. And FSA can also help you, you know, learn what your strengths are, learn what you might like, what you're good at. And it can just, it opens an incredible amount of doors and don't let anything limit you from trying to be a part of FSA. From the Stillwater Valley FFA chapter in Absorkey, that's Abigail Jeffrey. And Abigail, thank you for joining us today as we salute agriculture and the FFA during this month of February. From 94.7 and the Mighty 790 KGHL. Hey everybody, this is Grace McDonald on the Northern Ag Network, and I'm here talking with Jordan's FFA chapter today. A couple of kids I get to talk to are from my hometown of Jordan, Montana. I'm talking to Duncan McDonald, who's actually my brother. He's a senior this year in Jordan, and you're the spokesperson, is that correct? Yes. So what projects have you completed this year in shop class or even out of shop class that you've used your knowledge from the farmer ranch and maybe even from FFA on? Well, my experience is growing up around our farm has helped me understand with the cattle and crops and the competitions of SSA. And I built a grill guard in our egg welding shop class, and that definitely helped me practice up on my welding skills. Awesome. So from my understanding, Pat has a degree in welding, so he's helped you out with that a lot too. Yes. Not only the hands-on, but the science behind it too, and learning all the terminology and things like that. That's awesome. Also, last weekend was districts uh, with the winter districts in Baker, and I learned that the farm and ranch team took second place to go to state, which is a big accomplishment because you guys just got uh, rechaptered the first time since 2015, which is huge. And with all of you being farm and ranch kids, you're pretty well informed on farm and ranch management. Were you surprised to find out that you guys did so well in that competition? Yeah, we hadn't really prepared much for it. Just our background knowledge from growing around growing up around livestock and being in the ranching community definitely helped us. And I didn't even know I was doing it till the day of. And we just kind of went at it with a good attitude and came out doing pretty well. And you actually took second individual, which is impressive too. Yeah, I just, my experiences growing up around the farm is my dad teaching me everything I know has definitely helped me taking that written test. Did you guys practice as a team for the farm and ranch management competition or did you wing it? It kind of just sounds like you already won it with the background you already have. Yeah, we didn't do any preparation at all. Well, for you guys to take second as a newly chaptered team, that's awesome because, you know, all of these teams, they've been at it for quite a long time. And so for you guys to do that good is awesome. What events would you say you've learned the most from so far in FFA? Um, everything that I've done so far, I've definitely learned from. I have done the egg mechanics in Lewistown and that was the first time for me, and I learned a lot. It was way harder than I expected. I thought, And then I tried the livestock out, and that went pretty well, too. The best we did in was the farm and ranch management, and I plan to stick with that. I'm curious on the farm and ranch management, all the questions on that, was it information you've learned from working on the ranch combined with what you've learned in FFA, or is it a lot of it? Is a lot of it just already previous knowledge, or...? Some of it was previous knowledge. A lot of it I learned in my accounting classes, in our business class, with uh, all the accounting stuff. With Miss Beth? Yes. Okay, that's really cool. I, I guess and I didn't know taking really tech math with Mrs. Metzel helped me a lot with the formulas for figuring out that kind of stuff, too. 
I know you've been working on welding and mechanicking and all that sort of stuff, not only in school, but also at home. So do you plan to take up a career in agriculture, whether that be farming and ranching, welding, ag mechanicking? Yes, I, I plan to better educate myself after high school and go to some sort of community college. My plan and maybe do some auto technician or an egg business and then probably go home back to the family ranch and hopefully run that someday. That's about it. Well, I guess, uh, is there anything else you would like to say to the community in Jordan to ha- that helped support you guys get your FFA chapter up and run- running again? Is there anything you'd like to say to them? Yeah, I'd like to thank all the community members that has helped and all the donations they gave out. Well, that's Duncan McDonald from Jordan, Montana. I'm extremely excited for the future of Jordan FFA, and I look forward to supporting it. My name is Jake Shuliak, and I am the current Montana FFA state president. All right, Jake, what is FFA all about, and what is Montana FFA doing this week? Yeah, for sure. This week is the National FFA Week which is a week where chapters across the country celebrate and recognize the amazing organization that is FFA. In Montana, we do a couple of amazing things, um, mainly spotlighting members who have amazing supervised agricultural experience projects, as well as recognizing those supporters who have previously gone through our organization, our alumni, and everything they do to support our kids is something we're really looking forward to this week. And speaking of our supporters, how can our local communities do a better job at supporting Montana FFA? Yeah, the biggest way that communities can support is go to their chapters, reach out to your local ag education teachers and see how you can be involved. Many of our communities host contests and we're always looking for judges and volunteers to help with those contests. Along the same lines, our state convention is going to be held April 2nd through the 6th in Billings, and we're looking for volunteers to help judge our contests. This is where everything wraps up for the year, and it's our highest level contest we host. The more people we have to help out, the better it is for our members. Back again on your FFA member spotlight, and this time we're talking to Tanner Stott from Huntley Project at Tanner FFA week coming up right around the corner and talk about your experience with FFA. How did you get into FFA and, and maybe why? So I've kind of always been involved with the ag stuff. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I've been riding horses and doing stuff like that. But kind of as I started into, you know, the high school years when you can start up in FFA, I wasn't super active. My eighth grade and freshman year, I was a little bit scared to get involved. My sophomore year, I kind of went to a, an event called J Days, John Deere Ag Days and Uh, Bozeman, Montana, and that's just a great event for new FFA kids to kind of try all the different events because there's not a whole lot of pressure. It's not a district competition. You can go out there and try new events, and I think that's really what got me involved. And ever since then, I've been jam-packed with FFA events. Just this last weekend, we had the Sweetheart Ball. That was one big event that we had from the Huntley Project, a fundraiser for our alumni. Other than that, I've competed in a lot of different CDs mostly and maybe a couple of LDEs. Uh, I've been the secretary, and now I'm the president of our chapter, and I really just love being involved with everything. You know, I think back to my blue and gold days. I think about raising pigs. That was one of the projects that I had. Uh, what are some of the projects that you've been working on through your high school career? Um, so a lot of the projects we do are for that sweetheart ball that I just talked about. We build um, various projects. I made a pretty fancy table for the sweetheart ball this, this year, and I made multiple other projects in the past. And then as far as my SAE goes, um, I mostly go with paid placement. I'm a farmhand for a guy that lives out in our area. And I get a lot of experience in the ag industry that way. He teaches me a lot of interesting stuff. So, 
you know, as the years have progressed, Montana FFA has grown, and in just last year they surpassed that hundred chapter uh, milestone, and and now seeing, I think it's over six or seven thousand kids in the FFA across the Treasure State. What's that mean for you to have that many more peers in Montana to to fall back on it and be able to talk about agriculture of of the next generation? I think it's really great. Um, one of the things that our nation definitely needs is more farmers and people in the the trades and other stuff like that. And FFA really is a, a great um, outlet, I think, for that, to send people to those. All these kids in FFA, it's a great way to prepare for your future, whether you're going into speaking or a hands-on job. There's different things in FFA that can prepare you for that. And having this many members, I think it's really great for our upcoming generation, having that many people with this kind of a background to take them into the workforce. Speaking of future plans, sounds like you're you're going to put your name in the hat to, to vie for a state officer spot. What would that mean for you to, to be able to represent a, a smaller school such as Huntley Project on a, on a state level like that? I think it would really mean definitely a lot for me. Um, we haven't had too many state officers come out of our chapter. A few years back, we had Brighton Lane, and she's kind of been one of my role models. I really think it would definitely be a great experience for me being able to have that and it would push me to be more successful throughout the rest of my life. But also I think it would be amazing to be able to help Montana FFA to continue growing like it has been, get more members involved and just invite everybody to come and join the great organization that is the FFA. Great opportunity to always join in as the FFA is always there to help. If you guys have an event coming up, reach out to your local FFA chapter for sure and see if they'd be available to, to help with that as we do continue on with your FFA member spotlight on this FFA Appreciation Week. From KGHL and the Northern Ag Network, I'm Mandy Schwab. I'm Caitlin Frost. I am the chapter president of Park FFA and I grew up in Livingston, Montana. All right, Kaylin, how long have you been in FFA? I've been in FFA since my freshman year. I was a little bit in and out of the ag room as my sister was in there the four years prior to me being there. So it was kind of natural for me to step right into it. And we had some issues with teachers. I've gone through four teachers in the last four years. So that's been a little bit of a rough ride. But you know what? I could feel my character building by the minute with it. So that has made it very interesting and has pushed me to grow as a leader in a lot of ways and really step out of my comfort zone and be my own advocate. And what are some of your favorite activities that your FFA chapter has done throughout high school? My personal favorite activity and event to attend is the Fusion Career Summit. We were able to take quite a few kids to it this year and it's just a really great opportunity to get some interview skills, meet some new people. The connections that I've made at Fusion have lasted me far longer than probably any other event that I have been to. Aside from Fusion, some of my other favorite events that we do is just some chapter hangouts. We actually have one planned for Wednesday of this week in honor of FFA week. So just getting together, having some fun with the other members of our chapter, getting some freshmen involved, and really just building the connections within the chapter and starting those kids from the ground up to get them to where they, to where they want to be in FFA. And something that FFA does to many of its uh, initial FFA members is they build up their SAE from the ground up. What's your SAE? My SAE is a breeding goat project. So I raise boar goats for livestock showing and keep a few to show for myself and sell the rest to other 4-H and FFA members across the state and even into New Mexico. So that has taught me so, so, so many life skills and just really helps you understand why meat in the grocery store costs as much as it does and what all of these producers go through to get the food that you're eating from the farm to your plate and just be able to build 
responsibility in myself and accountability and all of those things because, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's negative 50 degrees outside. Something needs fed. You got to go out there and it's not really just a, if you have time, if you want to, it really gives you a sense of determination and work ethic and teaches you how to work hard for what you want. And we're currently here at an FFA district contest. Maybe speak to some of the contests that you're going to be competing in here in the future. Right, so we are headed to state next, which will be in Billings. And we are competing in numerous events between floriculture, vet science, I believe livestock, meat evaluation, and a couple of other ones that we have some really ambitious freshmen that have gotten their way into that. So that is super exciting. I'm also really excited for state convention as I will be running for a state office. I've just been really inspired by some of our past state officer teams and really want to ensure that the next generation of members gets that same inspiration and same encouragement and just drive to have a passion for something as previous team members gave me. And final question, as you look to graduate high school, what's next? So next, aside from running for state office, I plan to go to MSU and get a bachelor's in animal science, with, along with a couple of more human-based science classes on the side so I can earn enough credits to then go to chiropractic school for the next four years. And after I hopefully graduate from there, I will go to a five-week course on animal chiropractic so I can be certified with that as well and go from there. See where life takes me. 94.7 and the Mighty 790 KGHL. It's Nick Tyler. We are celebrating National FFA Week this week. Checking in with some of the chapter presidents, some of the people that make a difference in our communities when it comes to uh, FFA. And one of those is Elizabeth DeVries. She's with the Roberts FFA chapter. She is their president. Good morning. Welcome in, Elizabeth. Hi there. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Tell us, give us a little bit on your background. Where are you at in school? Are you are you in town or are you out on the farm or ranch or more? Kind of set it up for us. Perfect. So I'm a junior at Roberts High School. I'm the FFA president. I live out on a little ranch. We have cows and we also farm wheat. Okay. I've been in FFA for like four years, so. Yeah, how'd you get it? Well, maybe uh, your parents or maybe grandparents, somebody you knew was in FFA. It was something you wanted to check out. How did you get involved? So actually, funny story. So I've been in 4-H, and we have an I class. And so if you're in the I class, you're kind of in, in FFA. And so I'd go, gone home and asked my mom, and I was like, can I be in FFA? And she was like, no, we already have too much on our plate. So I go back to school, and there's a competition coming up. And our advisor, Mr. Groves, He's like, I'm going to take you to this competition. And I was like, okay, my mom doesn't really approve, but I'm going to go because it's during school hours. <laughs> and so we go to this competition, and then we come back, and he's like, well, now you're in FFA. And so I just kind of went with it. And then there was just no saying no. And then I got really involved. So it kind of just grew from there. All right. Very nice. Uh, what's it like to be the, uh, the, uh, cha- the uh, chapter president? You got a lot on your plate with that. Talk about some of the behind the scenes. I feel like it's really crazy. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't I didn't run for president, but I ended up with it. I was vice president before. Okay. And it's definitely a bigger step. You're running a lot of things. Running meetings is a lot different than I expected. A lot of eyes on you and a lot of things you have to do. There's a lot of behind the scenes, like setting up meetings and making sure you have attendance and getting people to the meetings and coming up with like fun activities and ideas to do in the chapter. 
You got a, sounds like a full plate. Again with us, Elizabeth DeVries, president of the Roberts FFA chapter for National FFA Week. Talk about the role, if you would, Elizabeth, of mentoring, whether maybe it's the alumni mentoring you or mentoring some other people that are in FFA. Talk about that relationship. So mentoring, we help mentor like the younger people around us in the chapter, getting them involved. Uh, some things we've done recently was we took the 7th and 8th graders with us to a competition. Right. They didn't get to fully participate, but they got to see kind of behind the scenes. We do things like the elementary get to do an ag class. We get to interact with them in that way. They get to learn about FFA from a young age. We do have some of the community come in and look on us. We do a banquet every year where okay. we sometimes will elect like people from the community to be alumni in our FFA, we have people support us in a lot of different ways. No, it's great, but you're able to give back in FFA. You want to tie? Do you do some things? Maybe kind of help clean up or make a difference in the uh, in the community of Roberts? Maybe around there? Maybe you know down the road from Joliet or more or up towards a Red Lodge? Just talk about what you'd like to do in your community. Some things we do in our community right now. We're doing a can collection kind of in our area. All right. We do things like um, a community banquet where the community is welcome to come back and join us. We'll do fundraisers that to help get the community involved. We present flags at games. That's one of our big ones that gets us shown out there to the community. Great. And finally, before we let you go, Elizabeth, let us know what do you what do you kind of do? What are some of the events they do for FFA Week that would be locally for you and, and everybody else in your chapter? So, some competitions we partake in are our floriculture, livestock judging, and mechanics. But some events we do in our school is so we have this 15 minutes every day called small group, which we're going to be doing Ag Olympics in this next week, as well as some dress-up days to get the school involved. Uh, before we let you go, I was just interested, Elizabeth, if you'd like to travel and if you had any, done any interesting travel since you've been in FFA. Yes, so we have done some traveling. We go to Bozeman every year for John Deere Ag Days, sure. or like the Ag Expo held there. All right. As well as traveling over the state for competitions. There was one, I didn't go to this one, but they went to Clyde Park for horse judging, and the roads weren't really well, so they had quite the adventure on that one. As well as traveling to, we've gone to Great Falls for State FFA, and a couple of weeks ago we went to Miles City and got up at like 4 in the morning to go to the to that so we definitely do get our travel in well it's great i'm glad we were able to catch up with you keep up the great job enjoy uh, ffa week with uh with your chapter and all the rest of the uh, students up in our uh, roberts elizabeth all right thanks for being my guest here thank you for having me happy to do it as we celebrate national ffa week elizabeth devries on the phone with me the president of the roberts ffa chapter here at 94.7 and the mighty 790 kghl my name is Romulus Heiner from the Wheatland FFA chapter. I'm the chapter president this year and will be serving for the remainder of this year. All right, Rom, how long have you been involved in FFA? I've been in FFA since I was an eighth grader, but I didn't get really involved until I was a sophomore, and I've noticed that it's been a lot of fun so far. What are some of your favorite events that your FFA chapter does? J-Days is always an amazing event where we get to bring a lot of kids, and all around it's just a great environment beyond J-Days, when we get to take a lot of kids to state, that's just an amazing feeling knowing that a lot of our kids in our chapter have succeeded well. And one of the most integral parts of FFA is your supervised ag experience. Can you talk a little bit about your SAE? Yeah, so my SAE is I work at a 
ranch south of where I'm from, Harlington, Montana. And I help an older gentleman with some of his ranch work and I do some fencing, some landscaping for him, and a little bit of construction as well. All around, I've been more into the foundational and income side of SAEs. This is the season of competition when it comes to FFA. What's up next? What are you competing in here in the future? Well, we just finished our Southwestern District FBM Mechanics and Agronomy Contest, but now we will be moving on to state convention where this year we are bringing a bunch of students to Billings, Montana, and we are very excited to compete in floriculture, vet science, FBM, sales, and hopefully agronomy as well. All right, and something to note is that you're running for state office this year. Maybe speak a little bit to that. Yeah, I like I said earlier, FFA has been something that I've really cared about in the past, and I wanted to be able to further that even more. So I've decided to run for state office this year and decided that even if I don't get a state office, I'm going to attend Montana State University to pursue a degree in agricultural education just so I can help FFA even more. Hi, everybody. Coulter Brown here on KGHL Radio, where we're continuing our FFA Week member spotlight. Been talking with several FFA members from across our listening area, and I'm joined by Paige Shaw today from Custer County FFA. Paige, you're the vice president there. Thanks so much for for taking the time to join us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Paige, of course, being an FFA, I I have to ask, are, are you from an ag background? Tell a little bit about how you got into FFA to start with. So my grandmother was actually one of the sweethearts back then. Female FFA members were called sweethearts, and they actually wore white corduroy jackets. They're actually displayed at National FFA, and she started off our line of FFA members, and my family has been through FFA. My dad was competed on their livestock judging team and went to college for that, but I definitely wanted to start off my FFA experience right away. When I went into seventh grade, I made sure I was a part of every team I could be on. Well, that is a very cool story. What a legacy to be in. I, I didn't even know there were sweethearts with white jackets. Uh, that is such a cool thing to be a part of. So, Paige, I mean, in addition to being vice president, I'm sure you're you're active in a lot of the uh, the different competitions, the CDEs and LDEs. What, uh, what ones are you competing in? So this year I'm competing in parliamentary procedure, which is just like the conduct of meetings and as well as horse judging. And I'm actually the team leader is what we call it for our horse judging team because I have extensive experience in the horse judging event. Well, very good. And I know we've just had the district competition. Are are those two events that you compete in at districts this year? Yeah. So actually the horse judging event was in our fall districts and our parliamentary procedure event was in our spring districts. This one that we just had was more of the mechanics and floriculture CDEs, and our Miles CD represented the FFA chapter extremely well throughout all four contests during this season. Well, and FFA is so much more than, than competitions, although that is a big part of it, and it's also about you know community involvement. So what, what is your chapter doing in, in Custer County to, to be involved uh, with the community? So we try to be involved with the community all year long, And actually, to celebrate our FFA week, we are conducting a community appreciation breakfast. And it goes from 6.30 to 9. Our officers will be cooking pancakes, sausage, eggs, and we'll be serving to the community at the WMS Middle School. So many of our members will be serving. And we do many events like that throughout the school year. 
through like Christmas stroll. We did a hay ride. And actually, to help the community walking trail, they built benches and picnic tables for the Pauline's Garden Trail. And we got great feedback from that. Our FSA members had tons of fun building those benches and gained a lot of experience as well. Well, Paige, wrapping us up here, I would ask you, you know, for our audience that may not know as much about FFA or haven't been around it, or even those younger members that are, that are maybe coming into to junior high and thinking about joining FFA, what has it meant to you? And, and why would you encourage a, a young member to try it out and be a part of this organization? That's a great question. FFA to me has been a great part of my life. It's definitely boosted my confidence. I learned to speak in front of big groups be judged by a panel. You know, it's really set me up well for going into college, scholarships, job interviews. All those contests are sure set up to help you learn and get those experiences while you can. And I feel much more confident going into life, gaining those skills from FFA. Well, Paige, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and tell us a little about your experiences and what FFA members are doing in Custer County. Thanks a bunch. Thank you. For the Mighty 790 94.7 FM KGHL, I'm Coulter Brown. Hey everybody, this is Grace McDonald on the Northern Ag Network, and I'm here talking with Jordan's FFA chapter today. Go ahead and tell us your name, what grade you're in, and um, what events you're participating in. I guess I haven't got to talk to you yet about what you're doing this year, so go ahead and do a little introduction for yourself. Okay, so I'm Sarah Mergen, and I'm a senior at Jordan at Garfield County District High School, and this year... Obviously, it's our first year participating in FFA, and I decided to do, I'm competing in creed speaking and floor culture and employment skills. Those are my big things that I've been focusing on. Awesome. And I was told that you had a really successful competition in the creed speaking the other weekend in Baker. Uh, Was that the first time you did that? Yes, it was, and it went very well. Um, Granted, I can thank my peers and Mr. Garner for a lot of that because they really good when it came to encouraging me to get the creed memorized and helped me a lot in that sense you made did you make state with the creed speaking competition i did i placed third so that will qualify me for state awesome that's super exciting i was going through the winter districts uh results online and i didn't see the creed speaking competition but pat said you did good so that's awesome congrats on that um thank you so tell me i know so For those of you who don't know, Sarah and I are actually neighbors. We're actually like 25 miles apart or more. Um, We both live off the Haxby Road, but in Garfield County, that's considered neighbors. So I know that Sarah helps her family out on the farm and ranch. So Sarah, tell me a little bit about you have or plan to take the knowledge that you've learned from your competitions to help with your farm and ranch. Well, thanks to FFA and all the competitions that I'm including myself in, I think I'm getting a better understanding of the values of agriculture, which is encouraging me to, like, be even more so included in helping my dad and learning more about my personal ranch and, like, the history of it. I totally agree that learning the value is, like, such a big part of when you start getting involved in agriculture, like, outside of working on the farm and ranch, because you realize what the actual value is and you kind of start to understand, like, this is what my dad does and this is why he does it and it's cool. Yeah, there's definitely a big importance that gets overlooked a lot or I've overlooked my life, I think. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel the same way. I wish that we had FFA when I was in Jordan, but now that I know what it's about and I've started, you know, working at Northern Ag and I've started learning more about 
what agriculture truly is. I'm definitely going to be a supporter of FFA and try to get involved with it and try to get other kids involved with it too. So So your chapter is one of the 10 that received the $6,500 grant from Montana Farmers Union, which is huge for Jordan because I know you guys started out with not very much funds. So where did you guys, uh, I mean, what are you planning to do with the funds from Montana Farmers Union? Well, I know that we're going, a lot of these funds are going to help immensely paying for things like hotels and transportation as there's a lot of, actually FFA is the biggest club. Like we have the most members out of any club in our school right now, like with I think 30 so members. So there's a lot of expenses whenever you look at like hotels, for example, at state and you're there for a long time. And then things like entry fees to get kids, allow kids to have more um, experience in like the events that they're participating in, like livestock judging. We went to the Nile and paying for those entry fees, the, the funds will help a lot with things like that. Yeah, for sure. And you guys had to start from scratch with funds to get the chapter up and running again, from my understanding. And this is the first time you guys have had FFA since 2015. So you literally had to start from scratch. So can you tell me what some of the things were that you guys were doing last summer that you started to work on to establish your volunteerism and also build funds for your chapter? Yeah. So last summer, we actually, we took tickets at the Match Bronc Ride, which is our local annual Father's Day event. So that was a good way to bring in funds. And then we also hosted a FFA dance at our fair and hired a live band and just invited, like, it posted it all over the community so local people could come and enjoy live music. And those were two big things that we did, I think, helped us a lot whenever starting our funds from zero. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's awesome that you guys got to do that. I wish that we had more community dances around Jordan. So I think that that, did it bring quite a bit of attention? Yeah, it did, actually. There was a lot of like young kids, there was like teachers, a bunch of people showed up because um, a lot of people are really excited about FFA coming back and just to support us. And we really don't have very many like community dances and events and stuff like that. So it was nice to have that brought back. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm actually really excited about you guys having an FFA chapter. Just wish it came along a couple of years sooner. So it wasn't just one year that you got to be in it. So yeah, but anyway, that's pretty much the end of my question, Sarah, unless you've got anything else that you'd like to mention. I don't think so. I Like I said, I'm really thankful that Pat decided to take this on for us as it's hard to start up a FFA as like we haven't had it since 2015. So we're all kind of learning the ropes, but I think there's good future ahead of um, with FFA as there's so many kids like interested and willing to do stuff in it. So, Yeah, I agree. I mean, Pretty much every single kid that goes to school at the Jordan High School lives on a ranch or has been involved in agriculture in some sort of way. So I agree that the future is bright for Jordan FFA. So anyway, that's all I've got for you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, That was Sarah Murnian from Garfield County District High School. I'm extremely excited for the future of Jordan FFA and I look forward to supporting it. Again, KGHL thanks our FFA sponsors, the Fouth Agency, Brevera Bank, Fly and Lube, Montana Dakota Utilities Company, Town and Country Food, Nemont Cross Petroleum, Lewistown Insurance, Yellowstone Valley Electric Cooperative, Crosswire Inc., Western Sugar, King's Ace Hardware, The Second Shift, Northern Hotel, Billings Kubota, Pacer Key Egg, Montana Equine, and Valley Farmer Supply. Thank you for listening to this National FFA Week podcast on 94.7 and the Mighty 790 KGHL.